Hi everyone, welcome to HubShots episode 53, the podcast for marketing managers who use HubSpot or are considering using HubSpot. I'm Ian Jacob from Search and Be Found and with me is my co-host Craig Bailey from Zen Systems. How are you Craig? Oh, really good. Recording on Wednesday the 5th of October and what a beautiful day it's been in Sydney and as we record this the sun is just going down and the view from the office window is just fantastic. It's magnificent Craig. It's a lot better than it's going to be in Boston, I tell you. It's going to be cold. (laughs) I'm enjoying this spring weather. Yeah. And look, it's only 34 days to go to inbound, so it's getting really close. But, you know, I was reading um, Mike Lieberman's got a a list of 20 reasons why he should attend inbound. We've got a link to it. I won't go through them here. But one of them was because of the cool weather, you won't get sweaty running between (laughs) sessions. I thought that was a great tip. So, yeah. Yeah. are you writing the 20 reasons why you shouldn't attend inbound? No, no. I think it's going to be fantastic. Hey, what's our tip? Looking forward to clam, clam chowder, chowder every night. That's that's what we associate with Boston. But, yeah, look, on the inbound blog, I thought this was interesting. They've started interviewing some of the speakers and just kind of saying, what are you reading and how do you read it? So yeah. what are their sources and um, some of the tools? Yeah, I thought there was lots of interesting tips. We, I guess we don't have time to go through all of them, but I, I've just linked off to some of them. Yeah, there. it's, really it's a great read. So Ileana, I actually met her. At Inbound last year, she was one of the channel account managers. Right. And she was sitting at the table when I was doing training. And, um, yeah, I still keep in contact with her. And I think we're going to interview her while we're in Boston. So Fingers crossed. That would be really cool. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's really interesting. Isn't it? It's like this is kind of getting to the nitty-gritty of people's lives and how they keep up to date, which I find really fascinating to learn more about the person. Yeah, it's really interesting how some people go, oh, I love Twitter, and then others, oh, you know, I, I use another channel or I use Pocket or I use whatever tools. Lots yeah, of good tips. So. Absolutely. So I encourage you to go check it out, take one thing away, learn something new, use a new tool, and you'll be all the better for it. Now onto our HubSpot feature, tip of the week, Craig. And this is the blog author stats in the blog tool. So you can actually, in the Analyze tab, you can actually see which blog authors are getting the most traction with their blog content, which is really interesting. If you've got a whole host of writers working with you, it's a great way to analyse your blog post, don't you agree? Oh, this is just a killer feature, right? And I just think this kind of measurement and reporting is really what separates HubSpot, say, from WordPress with a similar kind of thing and trying to get these stats. Because yeah. another way you can actually look at, say, which blog post is driving the most conversions as well. But, yeah, you can see which author is driving the most conversions. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, and I think it just really gets down to the nitty-gritty of what it all means and how effective your marketing is. All right, on to our challenge of the week, Craig. All right, so this is a challenge of mine, and I think this is something that everyone struggles with, whether in marketing or an agency owner, and that's kind of lifting your game because you're often spread across many different areas. Now, we've just been through a process recently where we do a lot of AdWords for customers. I know you do a lot of AdWords We think we're pretty good, right? And we kind of, like, I don't think we're experts. We're not, you know, uh, amazing. But in the scheme of things, you know, we're kind of probably in the top 10, 20%. And you and I have this the same when we meet with our Google Partner account managers and they kind of compare us to other agencies. They go, oh, you guys are actually really good at this, this, and this. And you kind of get this like, oh, yeah, right, I (laughs) kind of thing. Anyway, we actually got in a real guru to uh, audit one of our accounts. Yes. He gave us this report and it's just like, I just felt like a complete amateur. <laughs> and the reason I'm, I'm not saying this to say, because I think we are, you know, he's actually saying, yeah, yeah, quite good, but you could be really a lot better. And I think That's this right. is the challenge a lot of marketers have in how you spend your time. 
do you just want to be kind of good or do you want to be excellent? And so the kind of challenge that we're going through is striving for excellence. Yes. And it's really hard because there's so many things that you need to get good at to get yeah. results for your customers and just, you know, specialising one, it just shows that whole specialisation piece. Yeah. So, yeah. I couldn't agree more, Craig. I think you've got to really keep on top of it and that's why we're, like, I'm a part of a mastermind and so... I'm constantly learning because I know that I don't have the time to, A, digest it, but even go and find and learn all the information. So you definitely need that expert help. So don't be afraid to get that help and better yourself, better your business and get a better result. I think that's at the end of the day, that's the goal. Get a better result. All right. Now our stat of the week, Craig. This is a new shot, shot for stat of the week. And this is an interesting stat. It said revenue at Amazon increased 1%. For every 100 milliseconds, it cut off page load times. It's amazing. And this is a measured stat that they've shared. I actually got this from my Google rep. So, And he was talking about it in terms of Christmas and how people shop online. And they were just really driving home again. We always talk about speed of sites and about the HubSpot website platform. This is really critical to convert and then to buy. So... Look at that. If there's one thing you do today, go and look at your page performance report. If you're not, look at your Google Analytics and work out where you've got the highest bounce or you've got page load time problems and fix that. Excellent advice. All right, on to our opinion of the week, Craig. All right, so this is a follow-up just from uh, probably 10 episodes ago or yes. so. We, we talked about this whole this trend. Remember, we were kind of laughing that it's this brand-new trend. It's actually been around for years, but this whole idea of ungating everything. Yes. And at the time, we actually discussed David, Mim, and Scott, and kind of like almost from a decade ago, he'd ungated stuff because yes. it drove the kinds of um, results yeah. and behaviours that he actually wanted. Well, Contently have put another opinion piece on this, and I just wanted to link to it. It's a, it's quite a good piece, but just thinking through lead generation, I actually thought it was good because it talked about how gated content, the speed with which you can grab leads with gated content might be quicker because mm. they're forced to sign up. But does that actually drive quality? Yes. Or it's that whole quantity versus quality. Yep. And when you ungate, you might not get as many leads, but when they do actually sign up, they're a much higher quality lead. And I thought that was an interesting perspective to bring to it because previously people have taken sides. They've said, no, we're not going to do it, or yes, we are going to do it. And he's saying, well, actually, maybe there's a a way to think about what the the result you want. Is it quality versus quantity? And good insight to take. Yeah, absolutely. I can almost tie that back to something that Ryan Benici said when they were starting the Japan blog and their goal was actually just to get subscribers to do nothing else. <laughs> and I guess there it was about quantity more than uh, yeah, building exactly. that database yeah. because they, they're they not ready to sell to That's them. Right. But, yeah, it's just getting that interest. Providing in value. Mm. All right, on to our pro tip of the week, Craig. This is a cracker. All right, so <laughs> the, pro, <laughs> the pro tip is... Uh, when you plug your phone charger in to charge your phone, turn the PowerPoint on. So, yeah, that's a bit of a gem. Uh, amazing how many times I need to get that pro tip reminded to me. But, no, that's actually not our pro tip. Uh, that's just something that happened this morning. But the pro tip is actually we're pointing to a, a HubSpot blog post and it's talking about content that your audience actually wants. And they go through a whole bunch of stats and, of course, they talk about video and we've included the summary in the show notes. And uh, I'll just pull out some of them. The first two are about video content, 
but then they talk about other things like um, images um, uh, are a key to more engaging social media posts and just talking about social proof, yep. uh, beefing up claims. Now, we kind of know these things, but they actually talk through some of the the thinking behind it and the stats that back it up. So I think it's a really useful. Yeah, I think it was really useful. I, uh, one thing that really surprised me was on number three, it said about humour, when appropriate, makes for memorable content. So I think that, again, really gets across how is the content expressing who you are as a business and as an individual. And I also like the what about people are actually skim reading, so using images, bullets, and formatting to break up your text in longer articles is really important. And I think that's somewhere where I often challenge myself and our team to review it. So we do peer reviews and I'll say, look, how can we make this better? And generally you'll find an improvement can be gained. So you get better engagement or a conversion through that. And I'm going to add at the end, we've added a pro tip to this pro tips list. And that is um, in their summary, which we've actually just copied and pasted straight into the show notes. Yes. Just about, I think half of them include links basically to offers on or other HubSpot blogs. Correct, exactly. And so what they've done is they've just said, all oh, right, all this reading for the skim readers, right, that'll go through, oh, we'll just get the summary and they'll Correct. probably use it. They'll copy and paste it into something like, oh, I don't know, show notes. And there it is, complete with links through to their own as content assets. So yes. nice one, HubSpot. All right, so that was fantastic. So go and read that and implement some of it and you'll get ahead. All right, on to shot seven, a state of inbound item of the week, Craig. So this is from the state of inbound report. Yeah, so interesting recap from back, uh, actually just last week's episode, you know how we looked at that graph talking about what are your company's top marketing challenges and we talked about how the number one challenge was generating traffic and leads and we actually discussed last week saying, well, actually generating traffic is not that hard. Generating leads actually sometimes isn't that hard really either. It's about generating quality. Quality. And I was really happy when I was listening to the Hubcast just earlier and they actually discussed this exact same graph and basically said some of the exact same points. So we're in agreement there. I checked the dates too, by the way. Their podcast came out on the same day as us. So ah. <laughs> neither of us can think that the other was copying. I think it was just we both had the same kind of um, yes. thought process. But what I will say about the Hubcast is when they discussed it, Marcus actually went on and said something else, which I thought was really useful, really insightful. He was saying out of all these challenges that they're facing, why didn't anyone mention getting inbound buy-in from management? I think this was an, an excellent point he raised. Massive. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. People need to be bought in from the top down. <laughs> That's right. And so I, we've just got two examples here of typical ways that people don't buy into inbound. They're kind of like, oh, yeah, okay, drive, we just need leads. Okay, Correct. We, so, we agree with that part. But then, you know, wanting to skip personas big no-no, that's a point where you start and you've got to create all your content and understand who you're writing to and expecting quality and quantity immediately. This is not a sprint. This is not the 100-meter sprint at the Olympics. This is going to take some time, and it does take time. Like, I think we need to better prepare people that this takes time to take effect and to do it well. You know what I mean? Like we had a conversation earlier today where you actually need to talk about things and you need to discuss things, you need to think about things more in depth to understand what people are requiring of you so you can actually nut that out and give it to them so it makes the experience great. On to our resource of the week, Craig. Now, we've got a couple here. The first one is I'm just um, pointing out to Stratechery, which is a blog written 
by Ben Thompson. And the reason I'm linking to it is because right at, you know, in shot one, we talked about what those people are reading and how they're reading it. One of them was Will Critchlow, yeah, right. who I know from the SEO circles, and you probably do as yes. well, and Distilled and all of that. He actually said this is one of his favorite sites. And I agree, because that's one of the, it's actually one of the few that I read every day. Really? Okay. So, but it's not really related to marketing. It's more around tech companies. Tech, yeah. that, so I just thought I'd put it in there, because I think a lot of marketers are interested in what's happening in tech companies and technology in general. Yes, and I will say this to everybody. It's really important to broaden your horizon into other fields. I remember, yeah, I think in Steve Jobs' book, it actually said that he actually went to design conferences, like Italian design schools, to learn about design and what they were doing in those areas. And he'd bring that back to Apple in terms of their practice and go, well, hey, you know, in automotive, they're doing this with technology and with design and with construction. How can we utilize that when we're making our computers? Right. And that's where he was winning the game. So I think as marketers, we need to be really smart. So think outside of the square, think about other things that you can read, you can grow yourself in, you can think outside that box and think, well, how can I take that and apply that to where we're sitting right now to make a difference to what we do? All right. So the next one in resource of the week, we've got tons of links this week. There's so much gold out there this <laughs> recently. But this second one is from Content Marketing Institute, CMI. And they've got a North American uh, B2B marketers uh, insights report. And uh, they were basically looking at uh, the results of content marketing. And they were saying, you know, what are the results? And 62% of North American companies are saying that compared to a year ago, their overall approach to content marketing has been much more successful. And so then they said, well, actually, why? What are the factors contributing Mm. to it? And we've got a little screenshot here. And the first two are, I think, really important. But the the first one by far is that content creation quality has increased. So it's not like, oh, we're doing more content. It's actually we're doing much better content. And doing it faster by the sounds of things, efficiently. Yeah. And then hand in hand with that was the second thing, which was strategy development. So having a content strategy. So not just, you know, blast and pray, but actually a strategy and then doing higher quality content. You know, that kind of uh, fits into what we were chatting a couple of weeks ago about how we're looking at that opinion piece. What's the future of content marketing? And the answer was less content. Yes. Higher quality content. That's right. Yeah. Have a look and learn something from that. See where things are going. On to our community item of the week, Craig. And this is uh, on the HubSpot blog, how B2B vendors can generate trust with their website. So number four from there was that buyers don't trust website filled with distractions. And it was really interesting (laughs) what caused people to leave. And they said website elements that annoy your users enough to make them leave right away include lack of contact information, intrusive live chat features, animated ads, pop-ups, poor design or navigation, that's really important, and a video audio that plays automatically. So that's a big bugbear. And almost half respondents declared that they would ditch a vendor's website simply because they failed to clearly communicate what their company does. <laughs> How good is that, right? Because when they said, you know, automatic video playing, oh, yeah, sure, that's, yep, get out of there. Banner ads and flashing out, yeah, of course, you'd want to yep. leave. But, yeah, if you don't even know what the site's about. Yes, of course you'd leave. That was the highest. Yeah, lack of message. Lack of message was the highest rated response. Contact information, really important because I think that if you look even in Google Analytics and you look at the flow of where people go, they usually land on a landing page or on a bit of content that you're driving traffic to. 
They next go to actually the About page about who you are. They'll go to the Contact Us page. And then they might cycle back to some frequently asked questions or back to the page that they started on. And I see this as a common pattern of behavior across a lot of sites that we look at. So I always tell people it's really important that you really focus on these key areas because once they've got the information that they need, they're then going to go and do learn more about you and who you are. And I think if you can't get that straight and to the point, then you're going to lose them, like it says. I totally agree. So this actual article is um, all focused on how to generate trust. And I just know my own behavior when I go to a site. If I go, oh, the contact us and it's got, there's no phone number, there's no address, there's just an email address which is non-personalized. I'm just like, yeah, my confidence really drops. There's There's a lack of credibility there. Whereas if you go to a contact info and there's plenty of ways you can contact them, even if it's social channels, but an address and a phone number. I think a phone number is the biggest one. You actually feel, oh, I can actually talk to someone. That's a big credibility boost. Even though a lot of the time people, they've shown this, people, they just want to see it, but they don't call. It's a credibility item. So make sure you get that in place. Mm, absolutely. Couldn't agree more with you. Now, Craig, onto our app of the week. I thought I'd try to throw one in here. Yeah, what's your the app of the week? The Skyscanner app. The Skies, thank you. <laughs> Since we're talking about traveling. Yes. <laughs> I thought that would be a cracker of an app. Now, I use that to monitor what flights are available, what's going on. And I also use another app along with that called Hopper, where I can say, look, I want to go to Boston at this particular time. Tell me when the best available fare and it'll alert you. And then you can make your booking. So those are the two apps. Nice one. Use them in conjunction with each other. Great tips. Well, while we're talking about travel, I just downloaded the hotels.com app last night because I'm booking some hotels before I go to Boston. Yep. And, yeah, that's actually really good because it gives you a good list of hotels, but they give you special pricing if you've downloaded the app. Really? Yeah, if you downloaded the app and created an account, you get special pricing, which you wouldn't otherwise get. That is very interesting. Well, so they claim. Actually, I haven't tested that, but that's what they claim, special price for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's nice. It's a differentiation, isn't it? I feel special. Yeah, hotel. Yeah, there we go. All right, fantastic app of the weeks. On to our podcast of the week. Now, we've mentioned this before. We've been consuming this podcast like there's no tomorrow. Cheers, good. It's fantastic. And I just think it really highlights the very actionable content that we get. Yeah. So this is Marketing School, Neil Patel and and Eric Sue. I like their taglines, just like um, actionable tips in less than 10 minutes. So every episode, it's a daily episode, is it? Yeah, it's daily. It might be five days a week. I'm not sure if it's seven, but there's always a fresh episode on my podcast player and yeah they've just got great tips on marketing or link building or should you, I actually had one on you were telling me I haven't actually listened to this one on what you should do when you go to marketing conferences yeah. so there you go we should, should you attend marketing should you attend we won't the answer was yes but some of their suggestions were were um yeah you, it was interesting, interesting you know what? For me, I yeah. think it was very interesting I think if you understand where they're coming from it's actually really a really good tip yeah. It's something that you can incorporate on any conference you go to to get a better result. All right. Check it out, Marketing School. All right. I thought of the week, Craig, from Gary V on Gratitude. Yeah. You've, been, you've been reading his book? I've been reading the Ask Gary V book, which yes. you gave me, by the way. Thanks yes. for that. That was excellent. And uh, looking forward to him as an opening keynote speaker yeah. inbound. But in his book, he goes through marketing stuff, and it's it's quite personal you know some of the stuff he talks about but the the chapter i just read uh uh, yesterday was on gratitude and the question posed to him was um you know when you're feeling down or it's all too much or you know there's too much stress or client stuff you know how do you cope and his answer is really simple he said oh gratitude because 
I just take stock and think if my family and I are healthy, then I'm happy. And I just think that's a really nice, simple way of, you know, just grounding yourself and kind of going. Absolutely. Yep. If we're happy and if we're healthy, then I'm happy. And Craig, finally, our quote of the week, and this is by Aaron Ross from Predictable Revenue. He says, lack of money is a common excuse for not being creative. Yeah. So he's written this book, Predictable Revenue, um, which I think just about everyone's read. It's classic where he talks about how he built uh, Salesforce's kind of 100 million revenue pipeline in the early days and he had no budget. Like he basically all he could do was his time uh, allocated. And so he built processes and ways to engage and get prospects and things like that. And so that's his comment. You know, these people say, oh, I don't have any budget to do this and that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, um, it's a common excuse. You've got to be creative like he was and and very successful. And, uh, yeah, great quote. Fantastic. Now that brings us to the end of our episode 53. If you'd love to join our WhatsApp group, go to hubshots.com slash WhatsApp and give us your details and we'll add you to the group because we'll be using that to communicate as we go to inbound. If you're not an inbound and you're on the group, you'll hear about stuff on that channel as that happens. So it'll be a great way to stay in touch. So we should mention stuff in there, like in, when Brian and Damesh are doing their keynote, we should straight onto the onto the, um, the WhatsApp group. Yep. Yeah. So it's a, it's a great way to stay in touch. It's a great way to get your questions answered. So we'd love your feedback. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and let us know what's happening. Until next time. I'll catch you next week, Ian. Yes, Craig. See ya. Hey there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Hubshots. For show notes and the latest HubSpot news and tips, please visit us at hubshots.com.